Welcome to Adults Do Disney. I am Lawrence. And I'm Lindsay. And this is the big one. This is our review, comprehensive chatting about Shanghai Disneyland. So we're splitting it into two, aren't we? Yeah, because there's a lot to get through, so this feels like a two-parter. Yeah, and I'm in both parts this time because I I was injured, but I was struggling <laughs> you on you were enduring, weren't yes, you? Yes, I was. And, it, you know, it wasn't hard because it was uh, a great distraction. And we were staying in uh, the Shanghai Disneyland Hotel as well, weren't we? Yeah, so we popped across the little man-made lake uh, for, so I could rest my injured legs. Yeah, so it was all a lot easier than if we had had to go back into central Shanghai to oh, a hotel sure. or something. Yeah, yeah, been, definitely. That would have been a pain. So before we start, though, we are going to talk a little bit now about Ocean Park Hong Kong. Just very quickly, because we don't think it deserves its own podcast. Uh, it, we're just going to talk about it for about five minutes or so. Yeah, because we did do some recordings there, because there were a few things to say, but uh, it's there's not maybe enough to kind of dedicate an entire podcast. A to. lot of people prefer it to Hong Kong Disneyland, which is probably why we want to talk about it. Yeah, I don't know. I think they're kind of maybe on a par. I think so, but Ocean Park is typical of a lot of uh, th- theme parks around the world in that it's kind of funny in uh, in unintentional ways. <laughs> yeah, there, there's not much in the way of theming uh, Ocean Park, I'd say. Well, it's all very mixed up. I, I don't mean to... That sounds like I'm being a bit of a biatch, uh, <laughs> but it's not fun. It, one of its rides is very funny Yeah. in an unintentional way. Mm-hmm. Shall I just tell you what it is? Yeah, go on. Okay, so they have a mine train ride. Which is <laughs> goes through the sky, yeah. way above um, the Hong Kong landscape. Yeah. Like it's it's hanging off the side of a mountain, essentially. Yeah. So the the roller coaster track is suspended in midair and in it, the, like the highest imaginable location. And at for... no point does it go inside. Yeah, it, no. it's like soaring above the canopy. Yeah. <laughs> So seeing a mine train float through the air on an entirely suspended structure is weird enough. It's kind of funny, giving it a mine train theme. I mean, the the amount of things they could have given it. Like, it's uh, Ocean Park. It's ocean-themed. So why not a flying fish? Yeah, or dolphins. Yeah, yeah. Or something like that. Anything. Or seagulls, seabirds. It's not a mine train. (laughs) Yeah. So instead, you have a mine train floating in midair. And then, what's even funnier is, it's uh, you have the option of riding it just as a normal roller coaster, but you also have the option of riding it as a VR roller coaster so you put a headset on and you think ah this is now when we'll uh, go into the mine yeah this is where this entire ride is going to start start to make sense and will become a mine train but no no (laughs) doesn't happen no, the VR that they show you is uh, um, soaring through the jungle, essentially, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, you're, you're sort of being... Oh, and you go underwater at one point. You're being guided by these sort of mechanical machines. Oh, yeah, uh, they look straight out of... Um, Bioshock. Bioshock, yeah. They yeah, they look a lot like the big daddies from Bioshock, the video game. It's very cool, actually. It's, it's really good, good VR, really good VR. But again, it's like, why is this a mine train? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it is a mine train <laughs> suspended in the air above the sea... With a sort of science fiction uh, VR experience Overlay. attached to it. Yes, yeah, so that's kind of funny. And I feel like that's very typical of theme parks, uh, that you get some weird idiosyncratic thing. And that's yeah. half the joy of um, these kind of theme parks, actually. Yeah, it's a kind of... It's it's not so much uh, the Universal Studios to Hong Kong Disneyland. It's more like Hong Kong's Alton Towers or something. Yeah, it's got some good thrill rides, although the biggest one was shut when we were there, but, you know, off-season, mm. what can you expect? It was almost entirely empty for about half the day. We, we at one point, we were in 
but entirely on our own, walking through the park. Yeah, we didn't That's see a soul like. for ages. And then we had a private ride on a roller coaster. Yeah, we? yeah. Yeah, and we, we turned up and thought that it was another closed ride, and then we saw a dude standing on his phone. Yeah, yeah, as uh, in one of the guys working the rides. And my God, did they look bored. They did, and we sort of walked up to him and sort of went, is this running? And he went, yeah, whatever. And we, he ushered us on to the front row of yeah. this enormous roller coaster. I and suppose, we got a private ride. Yeah, I suppose it's one thing to be bored because there's not many people there, but it's another thing to be bored in 32 degree heat with Extreme like 100% humidity or yeah. <laughs> whatever it was. <laughs> it was pretty unpleasant. Yeah, yeah, it was just a real soup. And actually that made us appreciate uh, Disney's clever planning because um, uh, Ocean Park, you can get lost quite a lot. Yeah, I don't think we've ever spent so long staring at the map of a theme park. Yeah, so we kept getting to dead ends and it was boiling hot and we were trying to figure out where to go and trying to figure out how we could get inside. Yeah, so it was a bit of a labyrinthine layout because it's all it's all built into this sort of cliff edge. Yeah, room. I mean, it's amazing. The landscape is incredible. It's definitely worth going to, actually. Yeah, it's yeah. a good park. It's it a is really good. good theme park and the landscape is the star. I would say, yeah, like the 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 rides are good fun. Um, the theming isn't up to much, but the surrounding area is so incredible that you you do want to go and appreciate yeah. that. Because I imagine the the one that was closed is that was the biggest one of all, the biggest roller coaster. Yeah, ride. yeah, and that's like a hanging. Uh, Vacomo roller coaster, which really looked incredibly thrilling, with a uh, terrifying clown's head. You had to kind of go through the mouth, or if I imagine uh, yeah. that, or was it underneath? It was certainly this leering face, something like that. It looked a bit like the clown at the boardwalk in the water uh, play area at the boardwalk in Florida. Do you remember that big clown face? Yeah, it's not supposed to be a, like a happy, welcoming clown. It's more the nightmare mm. um, giant knife sort of clown. Yeah, there, there was a carnival-y element to all of the rides yeah. in Ocean Park, wasn't there? Yeah, yeah. And then you had uh, the aquarium, which was very cool. Yeah, yeah. Because so, it's half theme park, half um, zoo, essentially, yeah, isn't yeah. it? Or, or, yeah, large, and you, large-scale aquarium. You get the normal environmental stuff, which is weird killing the yeah, planet everything you walk through is like look at the incredible animals and here's how they're all gonna die and because gonna of die. us yeah. yeah which uh, you know we've been to quite a lot of aquariums and things because uh, that's the kind of thing we like yeah, and to they're do. the same the world over aren't they there's always this ecological message yeah, which is we bit, are all screwed yeah it's quite stressful after a while yeah that said they had some animals there that you don't normally see they had walruses mm, which i've never seen they I were great think. yeah they had arctic foxes which were so they seem cute. to have trained to do tricks yeah did you see the guy making him roll over for a treat yes I don't think they were involved in any shows or anything I think no, they were no. just maybe... I think they're just very clever animals. Yeah, they're intelligent they're. animals and they were training them like they would train dogs, really. Yeah. Actually, uh, one of the things I love about the Florida parks is Animal Kingdom. I, I love Animal Kingdom. Mm, it would be lovely if they were to do Animal Kingdom-like things at the other Disney parks. Because, mm. yeah, it just really lifts the experience, I think. Yeah. You know, rides and shows and... Yeah, it's a really, really one-off, one-off park, that one, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I think... Um, uh, Bush Gardens does that to some extent. Bush Gardens in uh, Tampa, right? But not certainly not as immersive and beautiful as Animal Kingdom. Yeah. Thing. So anyway, is that all we need to say about Ocean Park? Yeah. Oh, we had a very good funicular. Yeah, that was good. So the layout of Ocean Park is that you you go in at sort of almost ground level, uh, and at that level there's um, some aquariums, there's a few uh, rides and shops and things. There was some live music as well. There was. There was a band playing as we went in, which was mm-hmm. quite nice. Uh, and then you either have the option of going on a cable car up the cliff edge. The cable car wasn't running when we were there. 
so that you can either get a cable car up to the top of the nearby mountains or you can get the funicular railway up to the top and the second part, part of the park is up on the top of the mountain. Yeah, the more interesting uh, part of the park, in fact, is up there. Mm. The sort of more adult one, whereas it's the tiny kiddie stuff, I think, yeah, down the other yeah, end, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so you have to go up into the mountains in order to go on the... The uh, terrifying... The mine train. The mine train that's... that levitates above the bay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it makes sense if you went into the mountain. Of course, uh, mines in mountains, it's yeah. a thing. Well, this, was, it, this, it was, this is what we wanted to talk about uh, quickly as well. What we were, we were asking ourselves as we were walking around, what could Disney learn from Ocean Park? Uh, and the answer is not a lot, <laughs> to be honest. Well, I like, but, I'd love it if Disney did some weird mashup of uh, things like the mind. Oh, train. we're gonna, yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be a flying ride that is entirely underground, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or something yeah. like that. The only thing that we did think maybe Disney could take away from the sort of thing that Ocean Park has done is to make better use of the landscape. Yeah. Why didn't Hong Kong Disneyland? do something a bit more innovative with its mountains. Yeah, because Hong Kong is spectacular. It really is. It's uh, it's kind of the star of the show really. Well, we didn't we also we didn't quite tell you about the funicular railway. Oh yes, sorry. Park. The so, funicular. So it's uh, again kind of a bit confused because it's basically a submarine. Yeah, so you you, you got <laughs> on goes up it was a sort of uh, like a sort of steampunk station area that you mm, went into that was very cool it was it, quite cool very reminiscent of space mountain in paris mm. before that thin star warsy overlay yeah it had a kind of discovery land feel didn't it mm. so sort of slightly victorian looking nautilus-y yeah kind of and so you got into the funicular railway which was in, entirely enclosed uh, and dark the lights went off when you got in and, and there were some screens on the ceiling which was a little bit like the Hogwarts Express mm. thing in, in Orlando. So we thought, oh, great, this is going to be like a weird journey through something that's going to, you know, like you're looking out of the windows and, and you're going to see stuff going by. And it was kind of that, but it didn't quite work. It well, didn't quite work. It was almost there. It's like they'd lost heart because, I mean, obviously it's called Ocean Park, so the theming is... Under the, sea. under the sea, which makes some kind of sense, I guess, mm. while you're going up into the mountains. But so it, the submarine submerges, and then on these screens you see things like the shoals of fishes going by, which makes a lot of sense. Yeah. But then it did feel like halfway they kind of gave up a bit, and there were the and the perspective of, of different marine animals was a bit. Well, the confusing. thing that the thing that most irritated me about it was the fact that sometimes there was one image running seamlessly from one screen to another as if mm. you know it was like a landscape outside that we were passing and then sometimes there was just the same image repeated like tv screens <laughs> in a shop window yeah yeah so it just it didn't wasn't very consistent it was almost there but not quite mm. there was a there was a moment where it looked like there was a kind of squid attack yeah 20, leagues under the sea star happening outside that was cool but it was repeated on every single <laughs> screen all the way along yeah. However, I think in better hands, i.e. Disney's hands, something like that could be really good. So why didn't, in Hong Kong Disneyland, we have a funicular railway taking you up to another section of park high up on a mountain with, you know, some incredible views and well, stuff? Well, you might get that because it yeah. is growing and expanding in the next few years, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, maybe and that's something they might think And about. the thing with Hong Kong is it's so... The reason it's so densely populated is because... Uh, People have to build on the flat land, and there's not much flat land. Yeah. So either Disney has more flat land that it's going to uh, exploit, or they're going to have to build it up. 
Mm. And they should do that because that'd be cool. Yeah, I think so far all the plans that they have, the Marvel thing and the uh, Frozen area and such, it's all just immediately going on from the current park. Right. But if they ever built a second park, a second gate, Mm. then maybe they would go up into the mountains. That would be good. It would be hard to do the utilidors though, wouldn't it? The underground utilidors. The underground corridors that Disney used to move people around and move trash out of the bins and so on. Yeah, yeah. It would be hard to do that when you're on top of a mountain. Maybe that's why they don't want to do it. But it does seem like a bit of a shame. Fantastically expensive. (laughs) Yes, I expect so. I mean, the fact that Ocean Park even exists is kind of incredible. Mm. And it's uh, quite reasonable as well. Anyway, so, uh, have we said everything? I think so. So basically, Ocean Park is another another thing that you can do in Hong Kong if you go to Hong Kong, which we do recommend doing. Uh, I'd say it's a one-day park. uh, Combined with... Uh, Hong Kong Disneyland, you you will have two very different and complementary theme park experiences yeah. on your trip to Hong and Kong. And I like the slightly shonkier um, uh, theme parks that you get because it does actually as well <laughs> help you appreciate just how scarily perfect Disney makes the experience. Yeah, yeah. How completely shiny and unbroken. There's that, a lot going on immersion uh, under the surface that you're kind of aware of subconsciously. With yeah, Disney. yeah. That's our cat uh, scratching on a post in the background. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Boomer. Yeah, Boomer. Stop it. Okay, so back to Shanghai Disney. Yes. So we're not going to say too much about this because you can hear in the recordings how excited we are and we we give quite a lot of detail in the yeah, recordings. Yeah, we're, we're really losing it at times because we're so uh, on board with Shanghai Disney. And for good reason. It is an absolutely phenomenal Disney park. And what I actually, one of the things I really liked is the fact that the music's different to all the other parks. Everything's different to all the other parks. Ever, ever since we've got back, I've had the jazz version of Do You Want to Build a Snowman? Oh, yeah. Do you want to build a snowman? Yes. Hey, yeah. Thank yeah, you. yeah. On, on, uh, <laughs> on It's Not Main Street, it's something different. Uh, You'll have to wait and see. But on Shanghai Disneyland's equivalent of Main Street USA, there's some very nice uh, jazz reworkings of Disney songs. I mean, they don't sing it, but in my head, you know, it's just instrumental, but in my head I've had, do you want to build a snowman? Hey, thank you very much. I'm here all week. It's a real Vegas lounge singer version of that. Yeah, it goes through my head and it really works. I don't want, I don't see you in the mall. Weird treatment for a song about loneliness and dead parents, isn't it? I feel so very lonely. Oh, try the veal. But yeah, so that's good fun. Yeah, But that is one of many elements of Shanghai Disney that are unique and very interesting. It does feel like they have really broken new ground in almost every direction. feels like they're using a lot of universal stuff uh, as well. You know, the the projections, the... Yeah, uh, projection mapping. Yeah, there's more tech going on. Yeah, it's only two years old, this park, isn't it? And Mm. you can really feel that. Everything feels cutting edge and hypermodern. Which is very exciting because it means that all the upgrades in the other Disney parks are going to be... Yeah, they're going to be really they're good. They're going to be poo hot. Yeah, yeah. You had to you had to censor yourself. Yeah, because I were... just wanted to swear with with excitement. With excitement. Yes. Yes. So we went for two days and we spent two nights in Shanghai Disneyland Hotel as well. So we splashed out a bit. Yeah, we did splash out, and it was that's very much well worth doing. Also, Shanghai Disneyland contains a ride which I think is Disney's best ever ride. Yeah, I think we will. You'll you'll quickly be able to figure out more than Space Mountain. Well, you got the wrong tattoo, Lawrence. Well, you know, I do love Space Mountain. It's my personal favorite, but I think objectively, this ride is the best thing they've ever done. I would say that if you are into 
um, sort of immersive storytelling. If you're into immersive kind of storytelling experiential things, it is worth going to the other side of the world if only to experience this one (laughs) ride. That is my my theory. Uh, People would think we're so mad for saying that. Yeah, but they haven't ridden this ride. And also Shanghai is cool as well. So when when you're in Disneyland, (laughs) make sure to see this little place called Shanghai. Yeah, you might have heard of it. On the outside of the park. Yes. So, let's yeah. go. We're starting this time in the park itself. Here we go. Here we go. Here we are at Remy's Patisserie in Disneyland, Shanghai. Shanghai Disney, we're in. We're in finally. And the there are immediately some major differences. The scale of this place is on a, a totally different level. Apparently, you can fit Hong Kong Disneyland three times into the Shanghai Disneyland Park. It's it's the scale of probably one of the Florida parks. It ha- it, yeah, if Hong Kong is kind of replicating Anaheim, which I think it sort of is, isn't it? Because they've, they've replicated the castle exactly yeah, at the, the scale of it. Yeah, the chode of a castle, whereas <laughs> this one is a big thrusting yeah. colossus. This is the, the biggest <laughs> Disney castle in the world, and it looks to me like a kind of perfect hybrid of... Florida and Paris, actually. So the pink and blue motif of Paris is there, isn't it? Mm. Although the pink's a lot more natural. It's not. Um, it's not baby pink. It's actually a sort of more pinky orange brick. Yeah, yeah. And there's a lot of different tones in the brick. And there's some nice sort of geometric decorative stuff going on uh, in all of the little conical towers. And it's gorgeous. It's really, really nice, actually. It's it very. It's like it's less cartoony, which is interesting because the main street here, which is not called Main Street. It's called... Mickey Avenue. Mickey Avenue is a lot more cartoony than any of the other main streets, and it's a lot shorter as well. Yeah, they've done away for the first time with the kind of classic old Americana main streets of the past. Yeah. This is the first time they've done anything different, and this one is themed, which actually makes good sense, Mm. themed to Mickey and Friends. So, like, Mickey has a presence, Goofy has a presence, uh, and there's, instead of... Instead of sort of old-timey uh, uh, American sort of uh, popular tunes, you've got jazz-era stuff, which you can hear in the background. There's uh, this is it's so up to date. What it's is this? Jazz-era. This is uh, this is this is I've been dreaming of a true love's kiss from mm. uh, Enchanted, which I've never heard in the parks before. Yeah, yeah. Rendered and in a jazz style. It's all really upbeat. We've been sitting here too tapping because yeah. it's, uh, it's it's a lot more in your face than uh, the music that's normally along this stretch yeah and actually I, th- I think the street really works I know it's very Looney Tunes almost but if I was a kid especially although I, basically I still am <laughs> <laughs> I, I really enjoyed the style here yeah it's, it's nice to see something a bit different actually this it already feels like I mean we, this is before we've even gone onto any other rides and there are quite a few exclusive attractions here but it already feels like they're really pulling out a few new ideas. I think this was a, a bit of a philosophy with this park, is to kind of shake up the format a bit. I like that, because, you know, I was talking uh, earlier about the familiarity of the Disney park and how, actually, it's a bit sad that you can never recapture the lunacy of, of uh, It's a Small World. Yeah. You know, that first impression of going, what the hell were they thinking? Yeah. <laughs> so it's really nice, actually, so while this is still all quite familiar, for it to be different enough to be surprising. There is an uncanny element to walking into these Disney parks around the world, isn't it? Because this is my this is my fourth uh, Magic Kingdom that I've visited. Your fifth, actually, although you don't have very many, many memories of uh, Anaheim. But they're always sort of slightly similar, but not quite similar. And and this one is feeling the most different so far. Mm, there's definitely. a there's a strong Chinese 
uh, presence throughout everything. Oh, Mickey and Minnie are walking past us. We're getting an exclusive audience with Mickey and Minnie. They've just been they've been meeting and greeting Strong people. Past with, their, yeah. with their entourage. With their minders. Them from their fans. They always have minders, don't they? <laughs> So yeah, there's a strong Chinese presence already, understandably. Yeah, you've just had a, a pork, uh, a Chinese pork um, pastry thing. Yes, we should we should explain what we've just eaten. We've had I had a, a basically a pasty with Chinese pork inside in the shape of a Mickey head. I had an Aussie pie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which was just a pie, but very nice actually. Beef pie, wasn't it? Yeah, because the thing is, I, I don't I try to avoid eating pig. Uh, so a, a lot of Chinese food appears to be pig based. Yeah, they're, they're, they're fond of their pork. Yeah, the Aussie pie was delicious. Oh, we also ate Mike Wazowski. Yes, well. we had a, a sort of, basically a kind of currant bun, not too sweet, sort of bread-like uh, bun in the shape of Mike Wazowski's head. Mm, and uh, because there's not actually that much English around here, so even though it said Mike Wazowski, uh, the explanation for what it was was in <laughs> Mandarin. Yeah. So we thought we'd take a punt and see what it was like. It was really nice. What I really like about the Asian desserts is they're not too sweet. Yeah. you know in Florida it feels like everything's been oh, injected with corn syrup. Everything's trying to kill you with sugar, isn't mm, it? So it's actually really nice to have something a bit light and floaty and not too sweet. There's a, there's a lot less English in general. I mean, apart from just the, uh, the, the sort of signage and uh, descriptions of things, uh, unlike Hong Kong where basically everyone speaks English to some degree, there's a lot of pointing and smiling going on here. I, I, there was a sort of a few words of English that I've encountered on it, just buying those uh, bits of food, and I spoke to quite a few members of the staff here in Remy's patisserie because uh, they were all running around fetching me straws and napkins and things. But there's going to be a lot more pointing and smiling. Looks I think. like they got well used to it though, because they instructed us to essentially point uh, quite quickly. It was, you know, the unspoken. Uh, language is quite developed. <laughs> yes, yes, so yes. They know how to deal with tourists who don't have any Mandarin. Yeah, so I don't think any of it's going to be a problem. So, ooh, ooh, yeah. Chip oh, Chip and Dale are walking past. Hello. They're only just Giving waiting. So this is the place to be. <laughs> Little pro tip: if you want to get, uh, if you can't be bothered to queue but you want away from the characters. Uh, go to Remy's Patisserie because they all just seem to be walking past. I think we might be right next to characters' uh, backstage depot area because they keep being escorted yeah, off by their handlers. and they're contractually obliged to be charming at all times. So even yeah. though they're heading probably for their break, even though they their, have sh to their be nice shift to is done, <laughs> their shift is done, but they're still waving at people. Nice, nice. Cool. So um, off to the right. Then let's explain what we can see. Yeah. So uh, off to the right. Uh, there is an intriguing Chinese sort of roofed area, which I think is another eating area yes. that we should explore. Uh, right in front of us is a carousel, like the Prince Edward, Prince Charles, Prince whatever, Philip. Prince, Prince, Prince Philip. Philip, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. just one of those British royals. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is it, Prin it is Prince Philip in yeah, Cinderella, it is. isn't it? <laughs> yeah, which makes it hilarious. Or Sleeping Beauty, rather, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, well, although Prince I don't know Charming what this in Cinderella. Whose who's carousel is this? Uh, this? Uh, is just called Fantasia Carousel. Yeah. So this is an interesting thing as well. This is the first Disney castle which is not themed to any one particular character. This is themed to all different fairy tales. So they're even calling it Fairy Tale Castle. There is a heavy Fantasia element though, because in our hotel, because we're a Disneyland hotel guys. Yeah, we are. <laughs> But uh, there's a lot of fantasia going on. There's a big, uh, the, the, the hippo, the ballerina hippo. Yeah, thing. she's there, isn't she? Yeah, yeah, what else? Uh, there's just a lot of fantasia around. Yeah, and there's a, there's a quite a strong beauty in the beast element as well, isn't yeah, there? Yeah, yeah. But it feels as though in this place they're sort of, um, they're mixing things up a little bit in terms of uh, what uh, characters and, and, and films are being 
represented. I hope and there's a bit more Mulan here. Because like, like, well, Mulan's yeah. like my favourite. One of my favourites. Yeah, there wasn't much Mulan at Hong Kong, was it? Yeah, and I was kind of hoping, you know, you come to China, you want to see some Mulan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the real authentic Chinese experience. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, in Paris, there's not much Beauty and the Beast, is there? There's not no, much Belle. No, no. Well, you get uh, La, uh, La Belle au Bois Dormant. Yeah, which is a tiny, tiny thing. But Sleeping Beauty Castle, though, isn't it? But it's not going to be anyone's favourite. Is it that blah 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 blah? Yeah, that, well, I suppose. I mean, it's nice, but no kids and no adults are going to come off that going, fuck me, that was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe not. So the, the layout here is slightly differently. So, uh, so Mickey Avenue is much, much shorter than Main Street. Uh, so it's a it's a short little street, a little stubby street of maybe only sort of fifty meters so or so. Small balls, large uh, phallus. Large phallus. Whereas and mostly it's uh, large balls, small phallus. Yeah, well, well, it certainly isn't in Hong Kong. I, I mean, the you a better maybe a better analogy would have been long shaft, small balls. Whereas this is short shaft, large balls. <laughs> but, what, the castle, but the castle is the phallus. Sure. Oh, okay, right. Yeah, I was imagining like if if Main Street is the shaft then the plaza at the end of it is like the balls, Yeah, right? I suppose Main Street's not very ball-shaped. No, it isn't, so... <laughs> Although, so, you could argue that there's two lines of <laughs> shops on either side, and, uh, you know, they're quite puffy here as well. Right, uh, so they're they, all need, cartoony, like. they, need get, they need some medical attention, maybe. <laughs> but, yeah, okay. We're yes. quite tired, if you haven't gathered <laughs> by this stage. So Mickey Avenue is pretty short, and oh, then they're like legs. They're, they're the legs, and then okay. that's the phallus. Yes, all right. Yes. Tiny stubby legs, big phallus. So Mickey Avenue is pretty short, and then the uh, plaza area is much bigger, big enough to accommodate some rides. So some of the rides that you would normally find in uh, Fantasyland are actually in the plaza rather than being in the surrounding lands, because normally that plaza in front of the castle. It's just sort of manicured lawns and decorative things, isn't it? There's, yeah, normally, yeah. there's a statue of Walt and Mickey. What's this called? It's called something. Uh, Enchanted Garden. Oh, yes, yes. Let's have a look. So it's a, a whole area on its, it's own. Basically it's basically a just, new land in yeah, front of them. It's not really just gardens. So Gardens of Imagination, it's called. And it's got Dumbo the Flying Elephant on it. And the, car and the Fantasia carousel. carousel. And there's even like a pop-up thing with some uh, Marvel presents. The Marvel Universe. Become Iron Man. Meet Spider-Man, meet what? Captain what? America, the first Avenger. What, in Gardens of Imagination? Yeah, or just off to the side. I think they're here. Oh, OK, yeah, because that seems a bit butch for Gardens It's a little bit. Oh, Mickey and Minnie are back. Ah, they're walking they're past us again. Dead. Oh, my God, I think they're following us. Yeah, I think this is obviously character thoroughfare we're next to here. I think they want to pose with us rather than vice Yeah, of course they do. They, they've got good taste. Right, OK. Is so that Lawrence and Lindsay from the Adults Do Disney podcast? <laughs> says Mickey and Minnie. Oh, boy! We better take them into a room and kneecap them. Oh, yeah. They're not compatible with our brand. <laughs> All right. Shall we have a wander? Yeah. Okay. We're gonna, I think we're going to first wander into Adventure Isle, which has uh, some things that are not anywhere else, like yeah. the Roaring Rapids ride. And a lot of interactive stuff where you dangle on ropes and stuff. And yeah. The sounds of it, so that's exciting. That's going to be interesting. Let's go and check it out. Yeah. So we're in Adventure Isle. And we just went on... <laughs> something called Challenge Trails. So uh, the explanation of it is, test your courage on one of three rope course expeditions through echoing caverns behind hidden waterfalls or over ancient ruins. So basically the main showpiece of this uh, section of the park is a huge mountain with a waterfall running down the side of it. It looks a little bit like Volcano Bay 
which is Universal's water park. Yeah, it's very, very it's cool. It's gorgeous. It's a really, really nice bit of theming. It's and like it's, uh, one of the focal points of the whole park, actually. Yeah. You can see it everywhere. And so this challenge trail... A rope course, how hard can it be? Yeah, kids do it. It's easy, right? Yeah, there were some really tiny kids on that. So for a start, we got on and there was a thing that said something like uh, guests over 300 pounds are not able to experience this attraction. I think they should also have put guests with quite bad coordination who have a history of PE teachers telling them that or, they need to better their coordination or anyone aka me <laughs> anyone with with any vertigo or oh yeah basically aka me anyone with any aversion to obstacle courses or team building uh, exercises oh, oh, th- that would be me <laughs> yeah so it's basically it's quite intense it is oh my god is it intense so you're you're strapped into a harness and you are attached to a sort of uh, metal rail above your head. But you know what the thing with these harnesses, you often think, this harness is for extreme safety, you're never going to need it. What are the chances you're going to end up dangling over a gorge? I uh, mean, almost none, you'd think, wouldn't they? Normally you go, this is just them being extra cautious. But on this attraction, <laughs> quite a high chance, I'd have thought. One, one foot wrong and you would be dangling by your harness. There are some yeah. moments where you're about sort of 20, 30 feet above the ground and there's just rocks underneath and you're on a rope and, and nothing need, but a rope. You need core strength as well. Yeah. I, I, I don't, that's another thing I don't <laughs> There was a moment halfway through where you had one foot attached to a cliff edge and one just on a sort of uh, thin sort of uh, rope bridge thing and you just said, I don't think I can, I don't think I can do no, this. No, 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 they were like stepping stones, weren't they? Oh, yeah, yeah, Really yeah. very tall, like... Standing step, stones. Standing stones. Yeah. So one foot on a standing stone. The other, and I've got quite a long legs, and I felt like I was at a stretch, and the other foot on, yeah, this cliff edge. Yeah. And I don't think you were probably supposed to stra- stra- <laughs> straddle it the way you were doing, but you just sort of got stuck. Yeah. Well, the thing is, it had handhelds, like little tiny hidden what sort of divots, divots divots in the rock. Wasn't and then it? the divots disappeared, and all of a sudden I was like, oh, now my hands are completely free, uh, and I've got like. I'm straddled over a, a big precipice. Yeah. <laughs> so, with people behind you, so there's also that sort of pressure. Of, and there is a kind of don't weird... hold up the fun. If, you're hang, if you are not good with heights and you're hanging from something, you do get a kind of weird paralysis, don't you, where you can't move in any direction because yeah, your body yeah. just tells you not to move. Yeah, so I had to really go, well, I can't stay here forever. And there was a queue forming. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it, it's quite intense. It's, it's certainly unlike anything else in any Disney oh park. Oh, my God. The no. only thing it reminds me of, which we haven't experienced, but... Uh, it does kind of seem a little bit like the, the 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 extra tour that you can do in Animal Kingdom, where you're strapped to a harness and you dangle over crocodiles. Yeah, and but that's in Florida, where let's let's be honest here, fifty percent of people are over three hundred pounds. <laughs> we were saying. So I very much doubt that that's that challenging. Also, if you're dangling over a crocodile. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're going to keep moving, aren't you? We reckon that probably Imagineering said, "Look, we've got this cool idea for an obstacle course type thing. We can't do it." in anywhere where the average uh, guest doesn't have a good BMI and a good core strength and uh, weighs more than 300 pounds. Yeah, and we were told to mind our heads as well. So yes, we're, so we're, we're taller than 10. the average as well. We're both well, there actually, there's a lot of um, tall Chinese people around. Um, yeah, more than so in Hong Kong. I, I don't think it? we're that unusual, but yeah, we're 5'10 and we were told to mind, mind our heads. Our head. Although so, I don't know on what. I didn't see anything. Uh, well, there was some, uh, maybe on some of the other courses, because there's three courses you can take. Yeah, but they, they've shot two of them, so you only have one choice. And yeah. they, I mean, I assume they've chosen like a mid-level one or something. Who knows? 
I hope they didn't choose the easiest and I failed to... Well, there's, <laughs> to one, there's one which I can see which no one's on, which must be one of the shot ones, where you kind of... It looks like you sort of go around the edge of the mountain in front of the waterfall. Oh, yes, and when we went behind the waterfall before, you could see above you there was a, a rope thing there as yes, well. Yes, that's right. So that was to be one of the other routes yeah, that Yeah, that's closed. kind of what I expected. I expected it to be more scenic than challenging, but no, it's an actual physical challenge. Yeah, it was... I mean, yeah, if, you, if you're reasonably fit and strong... It's not going to, like, wipe you out. We're not out of breath, but... Uh, Although, after I was stranded and I got to the other end, and I needed your hand to pull me onto the edge. Really? Otherwise, I might have ended up dangling. Right. Genuinely. Yeah. I was at risk of that. I was yeah. actually shaking with adrenaline. There, there was, was a uh, tiny kid in front of us who was not having a good time. Yeah, yeah, they were screaming their head off. But there was also another tiny kid, because I was uh, further on, because I was thinking, I don't know how these kids are doing it, but there was another tiny kid who was doing it with panache. Well, some kids are fearless, aren't they? Yeah. Some kids are just rise to the challenge. There was this tiny girl who got to the other side, I mean, literally half my height, and was <laughs> sort of, like, going, yes! Yeah, yeah. Oh, it must be great if you can beat a challenge like that as a kid. Yeah, it's, it's bloody American Ninja Warrior. <laughs> it is. It's exactly like American Ninja Warrior. <laughs> Apart from it's higher. Yeah. It's higher. <laughs> it's so it's harder. very good. It's harder than American. This is, there are so many things about this, just wandering around. Because we haven't really been on any ride rides yet. But there are so many aspects of this that seem like completely unique to this part of the world. So far, my gut is telling me that this is a pretty special Disney park. I think this might be one that would we would say it's worth travelling to. Yeah, it's really interesting that they've catered uh, so much to a, a different culture as yeah, well. Yeah, there's, yeah. there's more, obviously, Chinese uh, things here as well. I'm really interested in going to Japanese Disney, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. I wonder if they've got a Takeshi's Castle-style <laughs> obstacle course well, where you a... end up getting thumped into water by I... a sumo inflatable. Maybe. <laughs> I think Tokyo Disneyland is is uh, not too unusual, but Disney Sea, the second park, is full of uh, unique attractions, which and a lot of people say that is the best Disney park. Oh, we have to go there. So we've got to go there. But this this is proving top at the moment. This is fascinating. And, and so far. as a, another thing, just a, it's not an excuse. It's not an excuse. But I am a bit injured today. I, I've had some kind of weird reaction to the sun. Some might call it a sunburn. Yes. <laughs> but it's, I've got loads of blisters on my lower legs and they are extremely painful. Yeah, you're in quite a lot of pain, so you're being a real trooper about this, aren't you? Well, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty proud. Yeah. <laughs> now, actually, the adrenaline is helping, but also it means that we're experiencing the park slightly differently, so we're doing a lot of sitting down and then uh, trying to minimise queue times and things like that. Yeah, so we're taking it very leisurely, which means we're getting to sort of soak in some of the various bits of theming that we might have missed otherwise mm. and I'm quite I'm very very glad that we've got two days here we've actually we've booked two full days in the park we only really intended to do one in Hong Kong mm. uh, but I'm very glad that we've got two days here because I feel like there'll be a lot to talk about this place and it's a nice degree of busy actually it's yeah. atmospheric I mean I'd, I would prefer shorter queues because standing up is kind of painful at the moment but, but the queues are not crazy they're yeah. sort of averaging sort of 20 to 30 minutes uh, we have, we are able to make some fast pass reservations, so we've got a fast pass book for the Roaring Rapids attraction. You can only do one at once, which is a bit weird. One yeah, at that a time. seems a bit odd. So we've got to do this one, and then it will free itself up to, for us to book another fast pass. Yeah. So that's a bit different to how it works in the uh, in Florida and the American parks. However. Uh, I don't think it's going to be a problem. It doesn't seem to be a case like, you know, in, in Magic Kingdom in Florida, if you want to get a fast pass for Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, you've got to do that about six months in advance. Mm. That doesn't seem to be the case here, because Roaring Rapids 
apparently is the ride that has the longest wait times in general in Shanghai and we have been able to get a fast pass no problem yeah. so I think it should and be and if okay. we hadn't it's a 40 minute wait it was 40 minutes when we checked earlier yeah Yeah, which is fine if you don't have loads of blisters on your lower. yeah yeah you're, <laughs> we're, we're having to take it quite easy but that's okay and are weeping through the bandages yeah just to give you a visual there nice visual yeah <laughs> Lindsay's, uh, Lindsay's been a real trooper so no one can no one can tell it never be said that we do not suffer to bring you this content <laughs> no if, if there's anywhere that i would uh, there's a good distraction for this kind of thing then this is certainly a bit it. of adrenaline will probably do you wonders also the weather's quite nice it's about 26 yeah it's mid 20s it's still pretty humid but there's a nice breeze yeah, it's, so it's it's not unbearable there's a bit of cloud coverage uh, it's perfect theme park weather i'd say it's not too hot certainly not too cold and it's just pretty nice yeah so this you, is great. you, a great time. Yeah, good. Hey. Are you ready to explore another pit? Yes. Okay. Wow, look at that. That's cool. Yeah. We're going into Pirates of the Caribbean. It is the first Pirates of the Caribbean to be built since the films came out. It's, a, it's amazing. It's, <laughs> supposedly, it's uh, it's quite an experience. Well, already the the queue is. The, the, great. It's a very high quality queue. Some excellent theming. There's loads of stuff that I actually want to look at, but we're going at such a pace. Yeah, it's only a 10 minute wait for this. One thing that is here, though, is the familiar chlorine smell. Yeah, I love it. I love the chlorine <laughs> smell of Pirates of the Caribbean. There's a lot more detail there, actually. Like, in every wall, there's cannonball holes and yeah. uh, grates, and there's weird trap doors. And just so much detail. Yeah. This is, I think, this is uh, the best cube. For a pirate's ride, isn't it? Yeah, that's it. Just uh, stepped outside the park for a moment to just uh, take a little breather because we've been ourselves. we've been walking around enjoying things and forgetting to actually do any podcasting. Uh, but Pirates of the Caribbean amazing. is amazing. Amazing is phenomenal. <laughs> it's, it's it's better than I expected. I thought it was going to be projection heavy, which I was still looking forward to. But uh, actually, it's a brilliant mix of projections and, and huge scale models. Yeah, and, and animatronics, brilliant animatronics. And it gets to the point where you don't know whether something is a projection or if it's a model. I feel like uh, it's universal Florida levels of uh, immersive and insane. Definitely. The scale of it is, is on a totally different, uh, totally different level to anything else, certainly in, in Hong Kong. Yeah, yeah, it's brilliant. Absolutely. Norm, I'm huh? very glad that we did the, these two Asian parks 
in the order that we did because Hong Kong Disneyland would have seemed pretty tame after this. Yeah, yeah. I, I realised the level of detailing in the Shanghai one, or Shanghai, I think that's how you say it. Shanghai, according, Shanghai. Yeah, yeah, according um, to the announcements here. The level of detail is just so much more. You know, everywhere you look, there's, there's either an amusing sign mm. in both, well, presumably Mandarin <laughs> is amusing as well. But, you know, there's quite a lot of puns for the Brits. Yeah, it's, it's like they, they are doing almost everything in Mandarin but they've left some English puns. <laughs> so all of the story elements are in Mandarin with no translation, but there are some puns and amusing signs around, which is sort of like a concession to the English speakers. Like, yeah. you guys like puns, don't you? Yeah, in the Pirate Cove. So uh, there's there's lots of pirate puns. And what's nice as well is that Adventure Isle is separate to Treasure Cove. So yeah. the pirate area is huge. Yeah, finally there's an actual entirely dedicated pirate area, oh, which does brilliant. make sense. And they've got a, a huge ship you can walk around on. And yeah, yeah, there's a there's a there's a pirate ship which is not Peter Pan themed, which is which the other pirate ship in like in Paris is Peter Pan themed, isn't it? Oh. Whereas this one is entirely. It's like the whole area is dedicated to the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise, mm. which. You know, if it wasn't done well, it could be a little boring, but it, this is done incredibly yeah, yeah. well. And actually, there's some we were saying earlier, there's something about it, um, them speaking Mandarin that kind of makes it more exciting. The pirates, <laughs> you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so when you're on uh, Pirates of the Caribbean ride, there's um, it's quite a sinister ride in some ways, so some small kids of, of a delicate constitution might find it a little sinister, a little scary. Yeah, maybe it's because uh, China has such a history of piracy. I don't. Th- I think builds. they're just not scared to scare the crap out of the kids. Yeah, maybe. Because that rope thing uh, that we talked about <coughs> earlier. My God, that was terrifying. Yeah. And for a child, whoa, that's, yeah. that's hardcore. And so Pirates of the Caribbean: The Rhine is also hardcore. Uh, yeah, yeah, and um, them speaking Mandarin just fits. Yeah. Just seems completely. Well, natural. it never bothered me not having any English translations from French as a kid. No. So I, I'm not bothered by having having Chinese. I think being it's because you're imposing your own ideas on it, and it's actually nice not to hear a really thin storyline. Because you know sometimes you'll hear a character go, "Oh no, what's that coming? Yeah. Oh, duck me hearties. Yeah. Or something. Great movie ride. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the acting on the of the cast members on the Great Movie Ride when we went on it was pretty yeah. pretty. Or the Weasleys. <laughs> oh god, the, the Weasleys. You better get a move on. <laughs> oh no. A dragon is coming. <laughs> yeah. What's that over there? But they're terrible in the films as well. <laughs> yeah, but it really pulls you out of it on the ride because yeah. they're super shit. Because the that. immersion's so convincing in all other respects. And then it? you've got people doing a bit of acting. Talking like that. Uh, so it's actually quite nice that I, we don't know what they're saying, uh, Jack. Sparrow and all his mates. All his, all his mates. Yeah, but Jamie they're probably Jones, saying something Bob. like, uh, you know, uh, Barbarous is probably saying something like, oh, I'll get uh, you. Uh, Jack Sparrow. Lardy lovers. Uh, <laughs> la- Lardy lovers. Lardy lovers. That's a, that's a, don't you mean land lovers? Lardy lovers is a, is a different, different area of the internet. <laughs> As we walk back to the hotel, let's just talk a little bit about the Shanghai Disneyland Hotel where we are staying. So it's very Art Deco, but in a really realistic way, not in a cartoon Art Deco. It's more Art Nouveau, isn't it? Oh, is it? Yeah. What's the difference? Well, Art Art Deco is like the um, uh, sort of geometric uh, New York style, whereas this is like the French Metro. Oh, okay. So Alphonse Mucha is the... uh, Mucha. Is the... Yeah, we like Mucha, don't we? Yeah. 
that's the reference point, isn't it, for this? Yeah, tattoo style almost. Very... It is, isn't it? Yeah. God, uh, mucha tattoos would be a good thing. Mm. Oh, I've just seen another hidden Mickey in the bin here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there, there he is. In amongst the sort of Art Nouveau swirls uh, on the on the bins There's here. There's Mickey in a bush. So you actually remarked that the colours are a little tasteful for your taste. Yeah, it, there's a lot of brown and beige. Yeah, and sort of turquoise and sand colours. It's quite muted. It's not like any other Disney hotel, actually. And I would actually prefer it to be more garish. <laughs> <laughs> you preferred the Hong Kong hotels, didn't you? I did, actually. I thought, um, I, well, I, as you probably gleaned, we thought the park was uh, leaving a bit to be desired, but the hotels were fantastic. Yeah. Whereas this is, is really, really nice, don't get me wrong, but it's a bit tasteful. <laughs> well, I see, I like it, I prefer it, I think it's really cool. Oh, and there's a piano player here. Large number of characters in the hotel, aren't there? Yeah, so Donald's over there. They seem to be very fond of Donald in uh, this park in general. They do, don't they? There's a huge floating, like, dirigible, but not dirigible, like a huge inflatable Donald. Oh, we need the oh, yeah, you need key, a key card to get up. A key to operate the lift. So, in the lift, Mickey and Minnie speak to you when you arrive at your floor. Yeah. Let's see if, she'll, let's see if they'll do it now. So there's a lot going on in the daytime for yeah. the hotel. <laughs> Seventh floor. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Like someone's just goosed it. Yeah. Here we are. We're staying we're staying in room fifty-seven thousand and forty-one. <laughs> Hello. Mysterious lights still on. Yeah. There's a strange night light attached to uh, the bedside cabinet in our hotel room which we can't figure oh, out how to turn off yeah i tried that oh. just as if it is just not connected properly it uh, just remains on maybe it's broken maybe but it's all right i didn't mind it last so they've night given us some bookmarks yeah we just came in and we bumped into uh, the uh, the hotel maid and they've given us a couple of bookmarks and they've left and a thing that guess says we prepared the bookmark for you wish you have a magical day so that's nice and the bookmark has a cinderella quote well there's one thing they can't order me to stop dreaming and we were saying we wondered whether they had given us them because we have some books with us that we left lying around yeah maybe could be so the best thing about this hotel room is that there's a button on the bedside table that you can push and a little string of pixie dust fairy lights comes out of the end of Tinkerbell's wand above your bed, floats over the uh, headboard, makes a Mickey head in the in the mirror in the middle, and then goes over to m the other bed and makes some fireworks over a little picture of the Shanghai Disney Castle. It's pretty magical. <laughs> so magical! Now, I've never seen that in any Every other game hotel. Is so <laughs> <laughs> no, it is. It is. It is, it is surprisingly it's magical. It's those little touches, though, that have made this park so special I think yeah and there's also there's Mickey's on in the neck curtains as well which we haven't seen since Animal Kingdom Lodge mm. in Florida yeah that so level, of, nice. level like, of theming I like some Disney neck curtains <laughs> we should get some Disney neck curtains yeah well you know I did actually write to the hotel in Florida uh, emailed them and said hi where can I pick up some wallpaper <laughs> like yeah. the stuff in the Animal Kingdom Lodge and they basically said and not possible. Have a magical day. <laughs> yeah. Well, so occasionally you get little bits of it sold on eBay. Yeah. So if you were really into the idea, you could probably take the sample, and then from that you could digitally make 
a complete tessellation and then you could print your own Disney yeah. wallpaper. That's a lot of effort. That's a lot of work. <laughs> so let's talk about a few more things uh, while we're having a little bit of uh, cool down time in the hotel room. We that, went that's on the, the great thing, isn't it, about the hotel? You can just pop back. So you can, because it can be a long day, you can do 12 hours in the park. And I think, uh, unless you're an absolute Disney machine, which I think you probably are, Lawrence, <laughs> uh, but n- most of us need a little break at some point. So it's actually really nice to come back and chill out at the hotel. And Shang, uh, or Shang, rather, Shanghai Disney Hotel is affordable. It's not cheap, but it's not outrageous like well, a lot of the other ones. They're, yeah, I mean, they're kind of, they are expensive, the hotels, for sure. Yeah. But I, we, if you can stretch to it, this is, a, this is a very worthwhile stay. And it's still, I think, uh, significantly cheaper than the other ones, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, it is, it is. Um, we paid something like £400 for two nights here, which is expensive for a yeah. hotel. Oh, that yeah. was the cost of our entire week in Hong Kong. Yeah, for sure. But I don't think you're actually going to need to spend more than two nights in a hotel like this anyway. No, you? definitely not. No, because you, you won't want to spend more than two days in this park, amazing as it is. I'm very glad we have these two days, but yeah. it's, it's a two-day park. And the reason we actually decided, you know what, screw it, let's, let's spend two nights here, is because the rest of the hotels in Hong Kong and Shanghai have been really cheap. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, like basically, the cost of two nights here is the cost of the other hotels. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we thought, why not? Let's do it for, for our listeners. Yes, and, for sure. But also... For us. Mainly for our uh, <laughs> unbelievable hedonistic luxury. <laughs> yeah. So the Roaring Rapids we went on as well. That was a really good ride. So the, normally you're a bit shy of Rapids rides. Well, those ones where you have to sit in a giant circular, um, uh, what do you call it? Little tub. Tub, yeah. yeah so so there's about six or seven of you sat around the edge of a sort of central um, area. So rides like this are, include the Carly River Rapids in Animal Kingdom mm. and also the thing that we really hate, which is at Universal Florida. Popeye's which is... Bukaki Party. <laughs> <laughs> I think the official name is Bilge Rat Barges, but Bukaki <laughs> Party is accurate. Maybe Bluto's Bukaki Party. No, it isn't. That's better, isn't it? Because then it's got some uh, alliteration. What, would you rather have Bluto Bukakiing all over he's you? He's more likely to do it, isn't he? Let's face it. Yeah, he's well... He's a character. I'm, I bet he's uh, <laughs> unwelcomingly Bukakiing all the time. Well, he, yeah. So it's better than, than Bluto's Bukaki Party. Yeah, because the trouble with Bluto's Bukaki Party... <laughs> <laughs> it's that... You just kept getting squirted. Yeah, in the water. you're just you're just having buckets of of Bluto's Bukaki water poured over well, all over as, your head. Just as you're wiping it from your eyes uh, from the last assault, you mm. get another assault, and there were there were very few drops. There yeah. was nothing to look at because you could barely see because you were so Bukaki soaked. So that was. And then you ended up absolutely dripping. That's wet. the thing. Is like you expect to get splashed. You expect to get sprayed and splashed on those things you yeah. don't expect to have like entire quarts of water just no. poured over your head yeah and the other ones that we've been on that are uh, similar things they don't they're not quite as wet but they're just so gentle that they're a bit nothing mm. 
However, now we come to the one that we just did. The Roaring Rapids was very good. Yeah, because it had spectacle. Yes. It had surprise. There's a bit where you go inside and it's absolutely pitch black. It's so dark. It's darker than any other Disney ride. I yeah, think. and there's some uh, scary things that pop out from the dark. Yeah, and I, don't, I don't think we should probably spoil that. No, 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 no. Because there's uh, some excellent sound effects. In yeah, there's a very good feature yeah. moment. Yeah, yeah and then the you dark. come out and there's so there's just so much to look at. There's a whirlpool. There's a uh, water. There's a fountain. Not a fountain. Uh, there's geezers. Waterfall and geezers. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and yes, you do get wet, but not in an offensive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, we you don't get blutoed in quite the same we way. We wandered around. It's not. It's 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 warm today, but it's not boiling hot. And we wandered around, and we were dry in about sort of half an hour, really, weren't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was fine, and it was quite welcome actually. Yeah, quite nice, really. So, what's the other thing? Oh, we after that we went into the castle. Oh yeah. So we went into uh, a thing. We should in, uh, we should insert the name of this uh, walkthrough attraction here. In a, in a drop-in, because I've forgotten. The Snow White-themed walkthrough attraction at Shanghai Disneyland is called Once Upon a Time Adventure. So, no wonder I forgot it, because that is super generic. But it was a Snow White-themed, very nice little walkthrough attraction. Yeah. With uh, very cool um, sort of projection tableaus. Yeah, again, it was a really nice mixture of models and screen-based stuff yeah where it gets to the point where you can forget where one ends and the other one starts mm. it's so well integrated with each other that it does look like moving parts yeah yeah and you made the point that um snow white the old character of snow white because she's so old she almost seems like a bit of a disney parody when she's doing all that <laughs> yeah it's so ludicrous well she's an ideal uh she's the ideal feminine i suppose of from the 1930s of the, yeah yeah exactly which immediately is, post silent movie isn't yeah it? yeah so she's extremely feminine she's very delicate and pretty and and, uh, and she has a tiny little mouth and big eyes which sounds very much like the beauty aesthetics of east asia doesn't it yeah yeah, so actually, um, so they've, they've reanimated her for some parts of this uh, walkthrough. Mm. Uh, and it looks completely natural. It doesn't look odd. It doesn't look like they've resurrected an ancient character. But anyway, it was a really nice little walkthrough. There's an excellent cauldron. Mmm, uh, some nice dry ice effects yeah, going on. Yeah, yeah. And, and uh, mapping, uh, projecting images onto the cauldron itself so it looks like things are crawling out. Yeah, of it. what, some mice ran in and out and, yeah, and, some, and some snakes. Yeah, snakes. That was good. Yeah, very good. And the castle itself is pretty majestic, isn't it? Oh, yeah. It's I mean, lovely. it's as good on the inside as it is on the outside. It's definitely the most spectacular castle yeah, of all Yeah, yeah. And then they've got a shop in there as well. They normally have a kind of uh, jewellery shop and ornaments shop mm. within the castle, don't they? Yes. It's called Oriental Treasures. Yeah, <laughs> which it? sounds a little bit colonial, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, we didn't know. I mean, it's one of those things where you don't know if you're... We didn't think you could say Oriental I think anymore. officially you're not supposed to say Oriental. It's bad. But then maybe if you are uh, from this part of the world, you can say it. I Has don't it know. Has it been reclaimed? Maybe. Or is uh, this a Disney boo-boo? Yeah. Surely not. Surely Disney would not make such a big boo-boo. I mean, it does seem like a boo-boo. Yeah. It's odd. I mean, I, I definitely would never use that word to uh, describe someone's ethnicity these days. That's very much frowned upon, isn't it? Yeah, although maybe it's only frowned upon by the dis, diaspora, diaspora, I can never say this word, mm. D-I-A-S-P-O-R-A. Yeah. Diaspora. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. But maybe the at-home 
the, the Chinese in China. Right. Maybe they use it. I don't know. Anyway. Anyway, that's interesting. That's, yeah. That's a surprise. If anyone knows, then let us know. Yeah. So we don't stick our foot on it. <laughs> by thinking it's all right now and then going out and, and using go, it. Yeah, no, we shouldn't totally do that. totally offending people. Mm-hmm. Don't want to do that. Uh, yeah. So there's a lot more still to do. We've got uh, we haven't we haven't even been into Tomorrowland at mm. all here, which has the Tron light cycle coaster, which we're very excited about. Yeah, that is probably the biggest ride here, isn't it? Mm. There's also we haven't done not very long queues as well. No, on weirdly, the Tron thing. weirdly the Tron ride not so. Well, I had the biggest queues. Uh, uh, the Rapids, uh, Soarin' as usual, and the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. Right. Oh, we, and we have a fast pass for Seven Dwarfs. So yes, this evening. Yeah. Uh, Soarin' we will we will we will do we will do. We were very unimpressed with it in Florida, but we will do it here to snoring. report back. More like snoring. <laughs> yeah. More like boring. Yeah. Yeah. More like shit. Yeah. 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 So we've still got a lot to do. So yeah. we will report back in a bit. Yeah.